0: Hey On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student-athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Oh, my Let's get it on. What's going on the on the clock fans, man? We are back again on this Monday edition, April 19th, 2021. It is Raul Lascano and George Martinez. It is your Tampa Bay. Best number one sports podcast. I'm claiming it, I'm putting it out there. I know Evan Bush is not gonna like it. El <laughs> Bushman and all those guys, but we're gonna claim the title. Man, we got a lot to talk about for you guys. Uh starting out with the NBA, we're gonna talk about how uh the impact of the George Floyd trial might impact games this week, especially with the closing arguments happening today and then possibly tomorrow Tuesday. So uh we're gonna talk about that. We're also gonna talk about my Miami Heat taking on Brooklyn Nets. And how we looked pretty much going down the stretch and how we might catch fire here with the playoffs, which would be nice. We're going to recap the weekend watching Jake Paul KO Mr. Ben Akron's, I believe his name is, just KO'd him. Which, by the way, Ben looked like a 30 and over volleyball player or something. I mean, he looked flabby and sick. Uh, So we're going to recap some of those things also. Not to mention, we're going to talk about the Yankees and the Rays. How the Yankees have have had their worst start since nineteen ninety seven. Frustrated they are, getting booed by their fans. We got lots to talk about, man. We got a little bit of a history for me and George. George's going to drop something on us that I think everybody needs to hear, and everybody needs to realize going in, going into the the rest of twenty twenty one. So stick around, don't go anywhere. We got what you need. You're on the clock. Stay from no. the dirt. Makes the hurt go away for a minute i die back Cause I'm like, deep in Here we go man What's going on What's up George man How are you doing sir How was it It was raining last night Wasn't it It was pretty bad last
1: night oh, but it was It was atrocious man <laughs> Yeah man it poured yeah, It, it poured last night Even had a little A little tornado yeah. Warning yeah. In there so hopefully Everybody stayed uh, Stay safe and and dry, most I hope importantly, so. out there. How was how was your weekend, man?
0: It was pretty good, man. Not too bad. Um, uh, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I'm back on my no no eating meat uh regiment. I'm back doing that again. So it's been rough these last two weeks, but this weekend I felt the, I guess the frustration because when you don't, I don't know what it is, man. When you don't eat meat, like it just it messes with your emotions a little bit. I, I know that sounds really sus to say. I think now that sounds bad. The kids say that sounds sus. <laughs> Coaches that don't eat meat, but when you don't when you don't ingest it, man, it's it's like I don't know, it's almost like a little like a little hormone, sink boost type thing. You know what I mean? Put it like this: I I spent I spent my whole Sunday cleaning the house.
1: Oh wow! I spent five hours cleaning the house. I didn't think it was clean enough. Yeah, I uh, my weekend was eventful. Good, eventful. We, uh, but it was more honey to do list kind of eventful than. Yeah. Than anything else, man. We we put these racks up on the roof in the garage. Nice to get off, you know, get all the boxes and everything off the floor in the garage. Because right now we we don't park any cars in the garage. Yeah, both cars are outside. We use the garage as storage. Yeah. So we got these racks. We we had them installed up on the on the ceiling. I guess nice. ceiling, not roof. Roof is the wrong word. Uh, on the ceiling, and then you know all the Christmas boxes, decorations, yeah. all that stuff gets you know put up. So we we spent we did that a couple of weeks ago today was more of organizing the stuff that's in there nice. to make it uh walkable and livable. Yeah. And then we were to get one car in the garage. So that was an accomplishment.
0: <laughs> did you guys yeah. like stand on the drive? Like, Hey, fucking look what we hey. did. Buddy. Everybody stood around. Just like, hey, we we got the car yeah, exactly. the car, the driveway. <laughs> Thank I did you. The I did
1: the <laughs> you look you at your neighbors.
0: Here. I did that.
1: That's me. That's yeah, all me, buddy. That's right here. That's good. Uh and then and then for the wife's birthday, you can tell you're getting old when uh the, the wife the wife requested cabinets for her birthday. Um so we bought like kitchen cabinets tall. Really? It was, like eighty four feet, so like six, seven, six feet tall, seven feet tall. Shit um cabinets and put them in the laundry room. Is it like oak to, to or add, something? Or? Yeah, just regular kitchen cabinets. Kidna- nothing, okay. Yeah, Not nothing fancy. crazy. But we put them in there, and that way, more storage. We need more storage space. And my dad came over on Saturday after Julia's uh, softball game. We put those, we put those in. And how's how she was, doing a softball game? She do okay. Yeah, you know she's um, she's liking it a lot more. Good. Uh, I'm probably gonna start doing uh, coach pitch with her. At nice, home nice. Just to start getting her kind of used to to that. I mean, she's still got a while before she does that, but just to get her used to the concept of of the ball coming at her and the speed and and you know and It'll help them with their, with their hips and their, and her back yeah. speed for sure.
0: Well, we did what, um, when Jaden was, you know, that age, he was doing it. We did what we call soft toss and it wasn't mm-hmm. going at them. It was sitting on the side of them, tossing it up oh, on the side. Swinging. Yeah. Gotcha. That way they can see it out in front of them. And then it, it transitions to, let me pull back and then kind of toss it to him a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was, it was still dangerous. It's, it's an adjustment. Yeah, it was dang- what he enjoyed the most about when I started getting on a knee and pitching to him was trying to hit the goddamn ball back to me, <laughs> and then yeah. he would he would laugh and he- 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 he. let's do it again, Daddy.
1: No, I don't want to play no more. This is this is <laughs> clearly <laughs> life. life. Life is in question right now. Right, I'm life in a is. line of fire right now. So I have a comment that I got to say to you. Okay, what's up? All man? right, and this is going to this is going to change make my life. Wonder
0: for a little bit. Hey, it may whenever be. you do that, whenever Ooh. you do that, hey man, I got some for you. <laughs> it's <good. laughs> <And> it's never <laughs> like, it's never like I got 200 bucks for you. It's like, this is
1: going to blow your mind. Listen to this. So this was said to me this weekend and I've been saving it oh for this boy. morning. Oh this Monday morning. And the listeners, they're listening to the car. Make sure that you're holding onto your steering wheel Yeah, as you're driving. Uh, pay attention because this, this may offend you. Oh my I will goodness. say that now. Wow, we're, so we're our generation.
0: We're, is this gonna be cancel culture type <laughs> 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 offensive? But go ahead no, I'm just
1: to go ahead. Our generation. Uh-huh. Right? So when they refer to us, we are not being re- we are now being referred as to people born in the nineteen hundreds. So you're old, my friend. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So we're n- born in the in the mid to late nineteen hundreds, sir. Wait
0: a, minute, wait.
1: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a, wait a minute.
0: Because I know that I know you don't want to have dead air on a, on a podcast. But that like blew me away a little bit. What do you mean? Ni- like nineteen? Wait a minute. Nineteen hundred. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry to cut Nineteen hundreds. So I was born 90s. in the late, ni- almost. Well, no, mid, 90s, mid to late. Mid to late.
1: Oh my god, mid to late. Mid to are you serious? Mid right to now? Late anybody, anybody born like in 70 to like 85, 88, 89 are considered mid to late 1900s. Our parents wow. are early 1900s. Get the fuck out of here. Think about that for a second. If, if there's something well, in the world, me, well, You don't think they'd don't be me me, like their mid- 50s? They're 50s. So be, well, I guess we're, yeah, we're like. Yeah, no, slash. 1950, wow. 1960s. Most of our parents. Jesus. And those those are the Hispanic ones that started a little early. (laughs) I know,
0: right? For for (laughs) certification purposes. (laughs) For certification. But damn, 1900s. So who referred you to as the 1900? Oh, you. Like, did they say it like that? Oh, you 1900s. So so
1: this child that said this to me. (laughs) What child? Oh, shit. Go ahead, go ahead. I got to hear this. This child that said this to me. I mean, he's six foot five, two seventy. So I mean, he probably kicked my ass, but I, I'd punch him in the throat if I could. So he's not a child. It was, it, it was my right tackle. No shit. Yeah, you know. So we're talking, and we're talking about birthdays and and stuff like that. He goes, Coach, when when were you born? Were you born like the in the late nineteen hundreds? Wow. And, and,
0: and, and you, you, look, kind you kind of laugh like, like, like whatever. No, wait.
1: Am I, huh? Huh? What Am is it? 19? 1986? Fuck, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was born 1986. Yeah, so like late 1900s. I don't refer to that. I was born I 82, bro. 82. <laughs>
0: so do you understand like how that just punched me in the throat? Because oh. he's right. He he's, he's 100% right. It is 2020. We were born in the... Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah, I mean, even if I wanted to punch him in the throat, i need a stepladder to get there.
0: Yeah, but that's when you do it when he's not looking.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah, what's
0: that over there? Wagada. Running nuts. That's crazy. Right. Oh, yeah, he said, uh, yeah, coach, what do we in late 1900s? Yo, that sucks, man. <laughs> so that means when you go to like a liquor store, even if they're never going to card you, but even if they did card you, and you like, you want me to take it out my, you know, take it out my wallet? No, no, no. I can see the 19.
1: <laughs> Fuck. You're good. Guaranteed oh, to be over, yo, over 21.
0: It's not in 20. You're never born in 20, you know, 2004. You're good, sir. I can see the 19. Uh, and that's when yeah, it hits you like, wait, you,
1: what? Yeah, the kid said this to me. I'm like, oh shit! I get, do I need to apply for my AARP card? Like, oh shit! Do I, need, I mean, do I need what's going on here? What, what where are my senior benefits? Bro, senior we gotta, citizen benefits?
0: I got to put that on Facebook and let people know. If you, some of you need to understand, you were <laughs> born in the late 1900s. If you were born from 80, like you said, like 70, 76 to 86, you are born in the late 1900s. Get the
1: fuck it. We're 1900s. Yeah. Wow. We, we are what we read in in in, in high books. school for world history, right? Back in the in the late eighteen hundred, you are like, oh man, it's like my great grandmother or something, right? <laughs> we are those people. We are we are those people now. That's so
0: funny, man. That's kind of scary. That's I am not gonna lie. That's kind of scary to think about. That I am gonna look at my kids on a whole different route. Um, what else? What else needs to be scary too? And and you know, I, I've, I've been following this case since it first happened last year. Um, and and it's interesting we've gotten to this point and i will get you get kind of your thoughts on it and, and elaborate on it but coming up in case the listeners don't know today is the closing arguments for the George Floyd murder case um, which is the Minneapolis police officer that was on George Floyd uh, arresting officer who was on George Floyd's neck for uh, 8 minutes and 46 seconds suffocating him and ending up in his death so the NBA came out and basically stated out the statement that Please understand that, that whatever happens for this case, because nobody knows what's going to happen, right? We don't know, you know, if this police officer gets off, what's going to happen. We don't know if they're going to ride or not. We don't know if the Timberwolves, Timberwolves might not play, you know what I mean? The NBA might not want to play games at all, you know what I mean? Depending on the impact, because the George Floyd impacts, the George Floyd case impacts it that much. Uh, but they basically came out and said, you got to watch the games, uh, understand, um, that we might postpone some stuff, so fans need to understand that too. Because some there's certain spots where people, I guess the NBA pretty much opened up, but you can go in to watch the games now. Uh They're not full capacity, but the guys that the, the people that definitely went about tickets, they, they need to understand that about what's going on. Which is, let's be honest, man, it's a bigger it's bigger than basketball. You know what I mean? It's bigger than sports right now. What's going on? I'm interested to find out what is the verdict. I mean, I think this is clear cut. I think the the, 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 the prosecution definitely uh laid out a good case, but they're gonna be doing the closing arguments, the defense gonna do the closing arguments, and then we're gonna see what we get. I'm kinda of scared about that stuff, George.
1: I'm not gonna to lie to you. Well, I mean th- there's only one way it needs to go. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Right. And and the scary part to 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 what you're alluding to is if it doesn't go that way. Right.
0: Because you, you this is this, the first of all, it's an injustice if it if it goes the wrong way. If they, if they completely find this man not guilty free or hung jury or mistrial, whatever the case may be. It's wrong, okay? That's that's number one. Number two, man, I don't know if the sentence will satisfy people. Does that make sense? It they, does. They might find him guilty, right, which is great. They find him guilty. He murdered George Floyd. Boom. But then the sentencing might be, what, three to five years. You know what I mean? Five to ten years. depend. You know, 15 years. What, so so in
1: your opinion, what would be an acceptable sentence that you think yourself general public all of us would be like that makes sense so you have to think i'm afraid of because what i'm afraid of is that nothing is going to that's what i'm saying that nothing will be good enough unless you unless you hear the words 25 to life yeah i don't think i don't think you're going to have a public positive reaction in my opinion I'm I'm worried about the narrative. You know
0: what I'm saying. I think they let out a case that, you know, I think I, I don't know. I think I think it's it's good. I don't I don't think 25 to life is going to happen. I don't think so. I don't think 25 life. They're going to do that to a police officer. I agree. 25 because 25 to life. You had to show that was premeditated. So I don't think it's going to be 25 life. I think anything between 10 to 12 years in jail. 10 maybe 10 to 15 would. And again, nothing suffices, and you can't really put a number on because you lost a person, right? Because it, it's a life, right. right? But I'm talking about the riding, the freaking mayhem that might happen uh, around the country again. Um, and, and again, I'm not. It's hard. It's a double edged sword, right? I'm not promoting it. I'm not saying we, sh- you know, everybody should do this stuff. But I'm sitting back here thinking, oh shit, I'm, I don't know how I should feel about that. Should I be mad that they're doing it or not? But um, I don't know man that's what I'm, that's the scary part for me is what is gonna be suffice what's gonna happen? You know what I mean, I know we'll move on with basketball, we'll move on with sports again. we'll let this time to heal and pass a little bit like they did last time, but again, bro, that's the part that scares me is is what is what in the hell is gonna be good enough for anybody? You know what I'm saying because as a judge man you gotta you gotta you gotta you know. You, they found him guilty great but now it's on you to kind of be like okay you know he was a servant of the people type deal he was a he was a police officer so you gotta take his account of how many years and this and that he served and whatever the case may be but we're, we're gonna see man it's gonna be a scary two days it's definitely gonna be a scary two days here
1: yeah, no, I agree. Hopefully, hopefully it goes well, and public reaction to it is is well. Yeah, um, man. But it's one of those things where, you know, for the next couple of days it's going to be a sensitive country. It is going to be, it's going to be a little uh, and, and, and not sensitive, and, and, I'm, and I use that incorrectly, um, a, a very emotional, heightened senses over the next couple of days across the country.
0: Right, because the expectations of it all. Right, right. Yeah, the right. expectations of it all, man, because we we've seen the this 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 place how it gone, and again, we will just be cautious. Everybody's listening and understanding. You know, this, be aware that that this is what's going to happen. Which again, for NBA terms, you know, because like I was telling you just yesterday, I was watching the Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets game. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh my goodness, we're catching fire. You're, he's making that run again. We're doing it again. It looks like we're doing it now. I, I, Durant went out of the game. I want to say second quarter, late first, uh, second quarter. He banged his knee um, with another player from the Heat, in which they called it like a knee contusion type deal, and he left.
1: Yeah, they're always going to be. Yeah, they, they're going to be cautious of those kind of things.
0: They, they are. Which let me tell you, some going to the playoffs, banged up. You know what I mean. Harden's mm-hmm. going to try to come back. Durant, you know, big one. It doesn't work well. But, again, I told you this in the last podcast. I'm not really scared of anybody in the East. I in my i in my, think so. With, I'm, like, scared? No. Like, I know there's, t- I think it's going to be a battle like like it was last time. Now, it, it was amazing to see them sweep two teams. It was pretty amazing right. to watch. Them. I was like, oh, okay, maybe we can do that again. Maybe not. But I don't know, man. They, they are catching. It, it's like I've been telling you. It's like I've been telling you. They're just playing the style of basketball I grew up with. Right, defense press on you. You're not going to get a lot. If you're going to get these buckets, you're going to have to earn these buckets. And look at these scores. It was 108 to 107, right? Not like what you saw with Golden State winning 149 to freaking you know 108. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, this is even this is even basketball. You know what I mean? It's like watching the Jags yeah, play yeah. on Saturday. You know what I mean? It's like watching the Tampa Bay Jags play on the youth team beat them You know, you're like, okay, we know how this is going to happen, uh, right? But again. This is, this is I like the style basketball Miami's playing. To you, sir, what I ask you is, you watched the game. You saw what was going on. Does Miami Heat have a chance, legitimate chance, to make another finals run? I know we're calling it early, but for right now, does it look like they have
1: the juice? Well, with the Heat, and I think back to your point of anybody in the East, there's no clear-cut dominant team, right? You like to say the, the Brooklyn Nets potentially, right? But you don't know. They haven't played together, especially in games that matter that often, to really say, yeah, wow, that that's clear-cut number one. The 76ers have always found a way to choke yeah, in the playoffs. That's true. Um, and they're the number one seed right now. So you think about them there, you think about your looking the, the, the Nets, your Heat, they're always at – it's similar to football in the sense of defense wins championships. Yes. Right. And the Heat are a team that can find a way to grind out the clock, grind out possessions, play phenomenal defense, be opportunistic on, on offense, pass it around, milk the clock. If the Heat can keep teams under 105, they're going to win the majority of the games. Because yeah. where they get in a shootout with them and it's the one tens and the one twenties, they just don't have that in their DNA because they're a slow play, a slow pace half court offense. Yeah. They're not an up and down, up and down kind of team because they like to set up their defense. So with that being said, yeah. I mean, the heat show last year, you know, similar to to, to other sports. Can you catch fire at the right time when it matters the most? We saw Baylor do it in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. We saw the Bucks do it after their bye week didn't lose a game since you saw Miami Heat do it in the season prior. You saw the Lightning do it in the Stanley Cup run that they had. So it's all about can you catch fire at the right time? The Heat look like they're catching at the right time. So, yeah, I think they can definitely upset some teams and, and play ball.
0: Yeah, the guy that came off the bench yesterday that really ignited things was Iguodala. And, you know, he's a seasoned vet. He You know, what he did at Golden State, or shoot, you watch his whole career coming in, and he was a 76er, and he was doing good with Iverson, and then basically going to Golden State and coming off the bench and, and playing that role. He's done the same thing here at the Heat to where he's come off the bench and ignited them in that third quarter, which Miami Heat already plays a good third quarter. He, he ignites things, and and I'm interested to see how that goes down the stretch. Can he help Jimmy Butler and everybody else down the stretch it's going to be interesting, man. Because like you said, I'm not afraid of the Bucks. The the and I say I say the Milwaukee Bucks, not the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had a conversation uh, just yesterday. I was at a buddy of mine house. Uh, uh, Sydney and LJ, uh, good friends of mine's. Man, they were talking about the Tampa Bay Bucks and, and things of that nature and how to be. I said, yeah, I'm pretty scared of you guys, but the Milwaukee Bucks, I am not scared of <laughs> whatsoever, right. man. I'm not scared of them. Um, I know I know the Greek Freak is having what they call MVP season or whatever you want to say, but I'm not scared of him because at the end of the day, he he will resort back to what he knows, and what he knows is trying to shoot three pointers, and that's not his game. Um, you know, he he's got an inside guy. But anyway, um, the the NBA is going to be interesting going down the stretch, especially from the west west coast view of it. Uh, Golden State looks like they're catching fire as well um, with LeBron and all the issues that the Lakers are having. Golden State could be like a sleeper. And just okay, let me work. They work their way into those playoffs because, like you, like we've seen before. You you get if you just get a, a, a ticket to the show, you never know what's going to happen. You got a chance. Yeah, you got a chance. You got a chance. We saw the Giants do when they were seven and nine. <laughs> we could walk in here, upset sixteen and zero. Tom Brady Tom, in the playoffs in the playoffs in a Super Bowl, and he, he, they win the game, man. So uh, as long as they can catch fire, man, it's going to be interesting to, to see that 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 going down the stretch, how the NBA uh, lands out. So. Much to that concern, that, um, the Yankees. I need to talk to you about the Yankees. What in New York hell is going on with the New York? I'm glad it was the Rays beating up on them. And again, it, it goes to the name of Champa Bay here, right? We're Champa Bay here with the and race try, baby. <laughs> sweeping the Yankees again. It was not cool listening to the fans boo the Yankees yesterday. I haven't heard the Yankees get booed maybe since I was a kid in the 1900s. <laughs> when I was uh, a young, young lad in the 1900s, uh, 1997 to be exact, I've never seen them start off this bad. I know baseball is 162 games. It's a long season. Everybody sits there and basically has a long while. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Like, No, it's a long season. Six for sure. seasons in, in one season these early matchups matter. Do they? Because tiebreakers, I mean, you think about tiebreakers later on the road, it's head to head. That's true. If you're, if you're in the running with someone in the division for the, for the crown in in the East, especially in the East, it has the Boston Red Sox. You got the Yankees, you got the Orioles, you got Toronto. It's a competitive division. They've got one of the one, one of the top ones in all of baseball. So these early games definitely matter. It's interesting that the, the fans boo them already. I mean, they're, they're five and nine, five and 10 now yeah. on the year. So they're definitely struggling, but they're struggling swinging the bats, which is what they're known for.
0: Especially when you got that freaking Staten and Staten or whatever the, the the home run king over there that that was knocking baseball's freaking 500 yards out there. Is that the problem? Is, is it bad juju? Is it because they're currently no, fifth what, in the AL East and it's to me. You know how it goes, man. If the locker room ain't right, something you know everything starts trickling.
1: Well, and that's kind of where it happens. But you got you have a bunch of home run hitters. You don't have so, and and this is an old tale, and it's, it gets brought up all the time, right? And and I hate to be cliche about it, but the the Yankees payroll a year, it's one hundred sixty four million dollars.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, for for this year. You know what the Rays payroll is? No. A hot fifty million. So, rate, the Rays roster can be done three times over, and <laughs> it still doesn't equal to the Yankees payroll.
0: So, what is the what is right, the deal so right now?
1: Coaching matters. True, coaching matters, and and the way a roster in the Yankees remind me a lot of the Cowboys of the NFL. Okay, right because both organizations are world known. Organizations. Mm -hmm. Both are known for being flashy and being great back in the day, in the 1900s.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, But the Yankees struggle just because you have the most expensive guys does not mean you have the best team. Mm. And that's the one thing the Yankees have continued. To struggle with is they they will buy, literally buy players. Right. But if it's not a fit in role, you know that you've coached long enough. You need guys that are fit. If you bring seven home run guys, but you don't have a guy that's a leadoff, you don't have a guy that's good at just sacrifice bunts, you don't have a guy that's just good at at driving the ball and, and hitting grounders and doing those little things that it takes in especially in baseball. Right. Those little things, then you're not gonna win. Too many games, and and I think the Yankees, at least early on, I mean the bats are going to come, the bats are going to get alive, they're going right. to catch some fire, they're going to lead. You know, Yankee Stadium is 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 designed for home runs, so it is, they're man. going to hit the ball well. But when you get a team like the Rays, who who's a scrappy team, plays great defense, right? Isn't flashy as far as the home runs and stuff. Hits a couple because they're known for hitting their own version of of home runs, but does a little stuff right, pitches well. Can stress a team out the way the Rays stressed out the Yankees. I mean, they swept them. Yeah, and in this series here, it's one of those things. I man, coaching matters, and I think rostered construction matters also. You can't just pick guys off. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, the the leading batting average for the Yankees right now is a two eighty six. Man, uh, I just I just looked that up right now. and Looked it up because you mentioned about bats. And I was like, yeah, they're having a problem sweeping these bats. Um. Do you think that lineup needs to change? Do you think they need to put you know maybe the maybe the leadoff hitter is just not that good at leading off hitting, and you got to go somewhere else? Maybe the cleanup man's not doing it so. because they have troubles all the way around. You know what I mean? They they lost the first one to the to the Rays eight to two man. Like they got spanked that and, first. Time.
1: And this is a team that is not known for their offense because the Rays are a, a 4-1. Yeah, they're grind you. Yeah. Kind of team. They're not a <laughs> offensive. We're not going to call them an <laughs> offensive explosion kind of right. team. You're man. right.
0: Because before, the, before this time, they played um, the Yankees. They played the Blue Jays. And then the Rays before that. Rays beat them 8-4. You know what I mean? like they're, they're Clearly, whoever's pitching that night is not doing as well. Um um so we'll see how it goes, man. I I don't know I don't know much about the the dynam- dynamics of baseball. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to to the audience. Like I don't know the dynamics of it, but I know there's trouble somewhere. And with guys with a, with contracts like that, because they're they're good ball players. They're not, you know, they're nothing to slouch at. You didn't put together a horrible team. Something needs to bring these guys together. And I'll tell you what, we're we're about to find out here in the next two months, what's going to happen to these guys?
1: Well, we see the same thing happening with Dallas, right? They've signed players, they've given them some contracts, but it doesn't fit. The sexy guy, right, the the big contract guy isn't always the right fit for a team, so you wonder if the Yankees, at least early on, are having some of those those issues. We'll see how they kind of pick it up as we kind of move forward. You
0: you touched on something there, too. Speaking of Dallas, did you see where... And again, I know this isn't part of the agenda here, but I know. Did you see where Dak Prescott made some kind of quote statement saying that thirty-four million couldn't feed his family? Did you see that?
1: I did not see that.
0: You did not see that. Oh God! <laughs> I don't know why Dak even opened his mouth to say some crap like that. Thirty-four million won't feed my family. What are they eating?
1: I mean, you you give me like twenty bucks, I can find a way. <laughs> I can find, bro, you give me a fucking four for four at McDonald's coupons, we're gonna be okay.
0: Everybody's gonna eat it. I'm gonna buy fries with that shit. Yeah, but right. I don't understand, you know, Dak's whole mentality. The other thing I want to talk to you about was Jake Paul Wynn. Okay, and I want, I left this for last a little bit because there's there's, there's some things that I, I got to get off my chest about it. But Jake Paul wins in a KO uh, in the first round with like a minute twenty left in the round. Gives this guy like a nice, beautiful. I don't. I ain't gonna say right cross, but it's a right lead to the right to the dome. Put him right on the canvas, and then the referee pretty much stopped the fight. Uh, ben was able to get up. From the punch, but when mm. you know how you know how it goes when the referee tells you to walk towards me, you know, they want to see he freaking stumbled and you can see oh, it and yeah. he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't continue. Um so Jake Paul gets the win and this is the second win, right? The first time we saw old oh, Nate Nate. Uh when you want to go Nate Nate <laughs> <laughs> Nate. Yeah, uh, when he fought Nate Robinson Nate, and Nate, he knocked and him probably, out as well. see,
1: You gotta think Nate Nate Robinson's probably has dreams. Bad dreams by getting knocked out I and mean, then waking up like, oh, is that, was that real?
0: Well, as bad as Nate got punched, I don't think he can dream anymore. I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's affected the motor functions and he's incapable of freaking having dreams anymore. He just understands, you know, I, I think somebody tells him, hey, hey, Nate, time to go to sleep. And he just <sighs> and he wakes back up eight <laughs> hours later. He has nothing, nothing going on, no brain activity. But anyway, Jake gets the win. He knocks out this guy. Now, for me, George, for me, did you but well let me go back? Did you see the way in between these guys by any chance? Did you even catch I didn't see the way
1: in. I did see the way in between those two guys. Bro,
0: what in God's name are we fighting here? Now, Jake Paul, God bless you. You're a YouTube sensation. I get he it. Is. You you and your brother, Logan Paul, I believe it is. Logan, great. Make some funny videos you want to be taking seriously now. <sighs> I'm gonna ask you this, and I'm I'm gonna I gotta ask you because everybody in ESPN, which by the way I know you're listening to the show, God bless you. You're gonna talk about everything we're talking about, whatever. You think Jake Paul's for real? Like, is he a legit boxer?
1: No. Well, so and I say no, and here's the reason why. Because you and I were talking about this, and you brought up a very good point off stage before you we on the show. You mentioned that Jake Paul's contract is dictating how fighters fight him. Yes. So to me, when a contract is dictating how a fight should go. Yeah. It is now becoming exhibition charity for fun event. Right. I do not take anyone involved with any grain of seriousness. Right. That's like me telling you, hey We, uh, we're going to play tackle football, but in the rules, you can't tackle me. You can't do any of this, though. Okay. Um, the only time you can try to tackle me is within a certain amount of distance and yards. And you got to do your head this way and that way. And you got to stay away from my knees, my chest, my elbows, my head. Pretty much the only thing you tackle is like my calf. He can't don't yeah.
0: He, and and then we're putting a Tom Brady rule. I mean, don't
1: touch me and, and Tom Brady's throwing the ball, by the way. And yeah. you have to play off of coverage by at least thirty six yards. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what when I see Jake Paul fight, that's what I
0: think of. I, I just want to see him go against somebody that actually has some form of skill of boxing. Now I know what they're gonna tell me. Well, Ben Askren played, you know, he was in the UFC and he fought in the UFC. UFC fighting it's completely different than boxing. It, it is. It's completely different. It's not even the same thing. You have to train for a longer period of time than what they're what these guys. Like, if Jake Paul and Ben would have fought, you know, eight months from now, where you give Ben an accurate time to, to get used to it. You know how heavy your hands and arms feel throwing punches with gloves? Especially coming from UFC gloves to boxing That's gloves. It's a in its own. It really is, bro. So you're going to go do that. Then also the, 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 the placement of the feet, the way you turn, how you can get some of those skills to dodge or slip jabs and see punches coming and, and know how to protect yourself. That takes a long time training. Now, Jake Paul has been training in three years, and now we're going to see these fights. Here's my deal. Get somebody to fight for real. And then even if you win that fight, Fight four or five more times before I can even say, "Yo, he's legit," because he's legit. you're you're KOing people that come to you know like a family barbecue. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're not you're not KOing nobody with any kind of pool or a name. You know what I mean? And it's cool to get excited. You know, you knocked out a person. Good, y'all trash talked, and you lived up to it, and, and you won. Good job for you. And maybe this is what it is. You're you just do, it's called Fight Club. So you just pick a guy and you fight. Like, if that's the case, then cool. But I don't, I'm tired of hearing people sit there and say Jake Paul's for real, man. He's a real boxer. Bro, he knocked out a five-foot-three male, former NBA player. You knocked out another guy, and even though you guys were same in weight, because that's the other part, George, when they weighed in, Jake Paul was like at 191 and a half, and this guy was like 191. So I'm the same weight, but when you look at these guys, when you like look at them next to— Ben has muffin tops hanging out the, the side of his <laughs> of his training. Like, this dude is not, like, this dude did not take this seriously. But he made a million dollars that night. You know what I mean? It's
1: a money grab.
0: That's all it is. It's just a money grab. I, didn't, I did not pay for this fight. I'm never going to pay for a Jake Paul fight. Um, and I tell you what, you want to you get a little bit of respect for me, George? Listen to this. I would pay for Mike Tyson to fight him right now. But you got to let Mike Tyson off the leash. Let Mike Tyson off the leash. That won't happen. You know what I mean? That's, start there. Work your way. Fight Roy Jones Jr. Start there. <laughs> start there. <laughs> They're going up in a hospital in a coma for the next 30 I years. I hope so, because I'm tired of hearing about Jake Paul. Fight If you're going to take boxing for real, if we're really going to do boxing, then fight former boxers. Stop fighting these guys that have no idea what to do in that ring. And you know this. His trainer knows this. You know what I'm saying? I saw the trainer talking shit to the to the guy that was watching Jake Paul get gloved up you don't do this this is what i do hey man that's great if this is what you do then train Jake to go fight actual fighters guys that you know have 20 and 31 <laughs> records you know what i mean guys oh, that man. fight in cages and background bars go fight somebody man don't 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 even this fight club bullshit cuz it wasn't entertaining whatsoever it's like it's, it would look like you know when you when you you know like oh, you know you're were, you were a new york kid and like all the adults were, you know, underneath the tent in the backyard, you know, watching each other play cards or listen to Latin music or, or whatever. You know, you listen, there's having a barbecue back back, yeah. And then all the kids were like, I, I hate that cousin. So then they like, okay, let's go fight each other. But we can't do it here. We got to go behind.
1: We got to go behind the back. We got to yeah, go yeah. behind
0: the garage go do it. That's what these fights look like, man. It's like two, you just find watching your cousins fight. This is shit is not entertaining whatsoever. What? Why do we? Why does? Why do we keep allowing shit like this to happen?
1: Because people will watch it, and and views equals money. And boxing, boxing's, boxing's dead.
0: Boxing's d- that dead though. Boxing's that dead that we have to watch. We have to be entertained by Jake Paul and fucking Apparently. Ben, the Cookie Monster,
1: Danish eaten fucking idiot. There's not enough, enough of us born in the 1900s watching <laughs> watching boxing to support it. What happened to the old fancy 1900 boxing? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I personally think today's generation watches MMA, not boxing. Okay. So I think, you know, that boxing thing, I think boxing will be something we read in the history books in like 15, 20 years, and it's gone. Jesus. I hope not, man. Because it used to
0: be a gladiator sport. You know what I mean? It used to be, you know. Don King came in and ruined all the shit. I don't care. What nobody says he came in and ruined it with all these backwoods deals and all kinds of stuff. But come on, man! It, it could be, it could be great again. You can make it great again. You can make boxing great again because it, it is fun. But just, I mean, the UFC is taken completely over just because it's, it's just a raw freaking body of, of fighting. But as you see, these guys like Ben and like Conor McGregor. Right, these guys leave the sport because you're not paying them what they should be getting paid here. Right, you know what I mean. Let's let's be honest here. These guys are making these. I forget who was a champion this week, this weekend in the UFC. I forget who they are talking about, but he made five hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he's a heavy. He's the heavyweight champion of the UFC. Oh wow. Ben, Old Ben, fighting Jake to get his knock his ass knocked down in the first round, with a minute left to go, he made one point <laughs> six million dollars on that fight.
1: There you go.
0: That's all. He made a freaking one point six on that fight. Who? Why does the UFC not pay these guys what they're owed? And we might have to have a, a, our guy come on here and, and talk about it from the podcast, Casual MMA, and 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 find out why these guys don't get paid as much. He talked about it last time, but I don't buy it, man. There's no Dana can have a fight island somewhere off the coast <laughs> have 1700 COVID tests for each single fighter and all the staff and disinfect the ring after each fight. But you can't pay these guys more than 550 like that. You don't get paid like that. I know you're making a bank on the pay-per-view. You gotta be. He's, he, he's making a bank. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's a problem. So why not pay these guys 're fights? That makes no sense. <sighs>
1: The boss makes the most. I guess so. Man, I gotta sit here and deal with this shit with Jake Paul. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit, and, man. And that's what, and that's what we get to watch instead.
0: Yeah, instead of that. Which you know, your Buccaneers. The other thing I want to talk about that we haven't talked about also uh, entertaining the draft. I want to touch on the draft a little bit, man. Ooh, and, I get excited for draft. I know it's it's what two weeks away almost. It's like another this next Basically, week. Yeah, man. We're almost there. I know everybody's talking about quarterbacks. Everybody's talking about who should take the quarterbacks, this and that. Speaking of quarterbacks, real quick. Did you see uh, (laughs) the Jacksonville fans giving Trevor Lawrence a freaking wedding gift and then him donating it? Because he can't accept it. He's still technically in the
1: NCAA. Yeah. Yeah, He can't can't accept it until he gets drafted.
0: Yeah, they'll take away the freaking trophy just like they did Bush and stuff, man. Reggie Mm -hmm. Bush, he, he can't accept it. But anyway, he got a wedding gift. Which, God bless you, Trevor, for getting married and, and, you know, doing that. Shout out to his new wife. Smart young lady. Good job. My good wife, for you. Before
1: that check comes in, this boy. This kid is, what, 21?
0: <laughs> he's, like, 22 years old, ain't he? Like, he's... Maybe. He's maybe. How old are you? Like, when you leave when you leave high school to go to college, you're usually, what, 17,
1: 18? It depends. You know, are you a post-August, pre-August birthday? But most people, 17, 18 years old.
0: Okay, so he left... He was a freshman starter for Clemson. He played, what, two years? Three years? No, He played three. Played three. This kid's 21 years old, man.
1: He is 21 years old.
0: God bless you. He is.
1: He is. And you know what? We get to claim Trevor Lawrence. Really? What do you mean? We get to claim him. He was born at the latest of the 1900s, sir. 1999? 1999 is the birth year of the great future... Number one overall pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. By four months, or actually three months, he was born in October. No shit. So we almost almost lost him.
0: Oh, my goodness. To the 2000s. To the (laughs) 2000s. Well, God bless him, man. And I I know he's he's exciting to watch. I know everybody's excited that he's going to go to Jacksonville. They should be picking him up. But the other position I want to talk about is the running back position.
1: Right, the running backs.
0: Yeah, and again, you were you always tell me every year, you know, running backs don't go in the first round, and they usually don't.
1: You're absolutely right. But what teams need a running back? So this year, there's a few. Okay, right, and 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 it's later. It's late in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first team that that screams, "I need a running back," is the Steelers. Mm. The Steelers are picking 24th in the first round. They they lost James Conner to free agency. Yeah. He's not there. The, the other running backs on the roster, we cannot name because they're not that good to begin with. <laughs> so at 24, the Steelers have an opportunity. Right. They can either draft a Pittsburgh Steelers identity running back or they can draft a 2021 today's world running back. Mm-hmm. And there's two guys. There's two guys that I think the Steelers are debating between. Okay. You have Travis Etienne Mm. from Clemson. He's the new millennial running back. Right? Flashy. A little shorter as far as stature. He's probably like 5'11". Right. Moves well. Fluid. Catches out of the backfield. That kind of guy. Right. Or, Or you can pick the guy that your Dolphins... I know yeah. you said before yeah. that you want them to take at six, which I don't think they will, but that you said they should take at six is Najee Harris.
0: Well, now that I know that we had two, you know, I think you should take them at eighteen. Since grab Pitts and go grab Najee Harris, and if you can, if you don't want, if you want to do that, then I'm I'm okay, still happy with Pitts and Devonte Smith. Like I'm still happy with that because, like you said, the running backs usually don't go in the first round. So if we're going to wait second round okay, but I, I don't think a guy like Najee Harris and Travis Etienne, I don't think these guys are going to be on the board. I, I, I don't think they're going to be on there very long, man. The Bills need a, a running back.
1: Yeah, but the Bills don't pick till 30. See what I'm saying? So they're they're further down, and, and that's the other team. So I definitely think Najee Harris, Travis Etienne are the first two running mm-hmm. backs off the board. Then I think after that, you may not see a running back taken till round three or four. Because oh, then, then you get into the guys from Oklahoma State, Chubba Hubbard mm-hmm. comes out. At that point, you got other guys that that are in that in that mix. There, you got the guy from uh, uh, I think I want to say it's it's Simone from uh, Ohio State. Ohio State, University. yeah, yeah, running back from there. You got some of those guys come up, but none of those guys scream. Oh my goodness, right, right. You got Travis Etienne, who's a faster running back out of out of the draft class, mm-hmm. ran a pretty good forty, and then you got Najee Harris, who has been compared to Derrick Henry. So if wow. you had the chance to draft the Derrick Henry in the draft, would you would you do it? Man, I mean, yeah, five if,
0: if I see Derrick Henry in the draft, I'm I'm, I'm drafting Derrick Henry. But I, I these guys need these to me, not only the Bill, your Bucks need a running back as well. You guys no, we, don't. Need, we have
1: three. We have three. You
0: got three old wise men. You don't have the freaking the next Rojo
1: Rojo is young. Rojo is still in a rookie contract. True, he
0: is. You're right, you're right,
1: you're right. So Rojo's still young. Fournette, people people mistake this. Fournette got cut on his rookie contract mm. on his last year. Right, the the option was not picked up. Really? So for, Fournette is actually he's only twenty six years old. No shit. So he's still relatively. They used the, use the hell out of them. They used the hell out of him. Oh yeah, Jacksonville they hit him to the to the ground. Pretty much. Um, and then Giovanni Bernard is a little, is he older of, of of that group? Uh, but Giovanni Bernard is, I mean, he's only five He's nine. just a
0: stat collector. For whatever reason, he has always really good well, stats. He's,
1: he, yeah, he, he's a guy that's going to be the coming out of the backfield. He's 29 years old, so he's almost 30. So he's not going to be that fast, but he's going to be a James White of our, of our offense. And, and then you think about late in the round. So this is just in the first round. We got the Steelers. We have the the Bills. I know you mentioned y- your Dolphins. Yeah, we need one. Potentially may need one also. Going back and looking at the top of the draft, the Jets are gonna need a running back because that Le'Veon Bell experiment. Is, yeah, but they're,
0: they're gonna wait till the second round. That that the,
1: the Jets Yeah, no, that's later. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about just in the draft, oh, in, the draft in general. Yeah, yeah. The Jets are gonna need a running back. You think the the Lions don't? They have Swift the Broncos don't. They have Nolan Gordon. Dallas yeah. doesn't. Giants. Eagles. You know, there's a lot of teams that are already pretty set. So, I think it's going to be a, a marker where there's too many running backs signed not enough teams.
0: Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking at because I think there's a total of five teams that are running backs. Everybody else has somebody that they're already happy with.
1: The Bears the Bears may be a wild card. Oh, that's true. Because David Montgomery's getting older. Tariq Cohen never really worked out to be the guy they thought they were going to be. They don't have an every... David Montgomery has shown flashes mm. of being a every down back, but has he really? That may be a team that also shows up in, in drafts or running back. And I think you're Dolphins, but I don't think the Dolphins will do it at at six or 18. I, honestly, no, I don't think, think they the do it Dolphins at, f- at six. Yeah, we take pick the best receiver yeah. or offensive player. We'll say offensive player available. I think it's either Pitts. Waddle, Chase, Devontae Smith. Yeah, I agree. With all One those, those I'll be four happy guys. With. One of those four guys are guaranteed to be there at six.
0: I think you take it. Do you do if you're in the draft room, you're in the war room. You're the Miami Dolphin general manager or you know, head coach. Whatever, what do you pick at six?
1: A quarterback's best friend is a good running game, a defense and a damn tight end. You can throw the ball to You got to get the combination of the three right now, but they have a tight end. Gresky is their quote unquote Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah. So when you look at the Dolphins at six, where do you feel the biggest need? Devontae Parker mm-hmm. is a he's a chain mover. He's a guy that works in the middle of the field. He's a guy that he's a he's a number three receiver yeah. in a in a normal offense, right? He's not a number one. No. So yeah. you got to bring a guy that is going to create fear four defense that can push it vertically that can be that kind of guy so I think, I really think at six they take a receiver now okay. at 18 Makes sense. at eighteen, I think they address the other side of the ball I think they pick the best, you know, you start looking at the draft board and, and kind of what's going to fall I think the Dolphins pick the best available defensive player oh, I think, God, I think you see me. them go corner they need, a, they need a DB they need a linebacker but you can pick a, like, you the best
0: I've always said this you have the best players have to come you gotta have the Nick Saban freaking mentality you know we better with us than anybody else you know what I mean like you got pitch, Devontae Smith Chase, all those guys you you, you take a combination of whatever the case may be you, you don't waste I, I don't think you should waste a, a first round drive pick on a cornerback I mean he